You're listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into A Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington, episode 71. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. We have lots to talk about, obviously all centering around one particular sporting event, Zach. Yep, the NHL season kickoff. <laughs> the NHL week four <laughs> matchup, obviously. <laughs> um, no, guys, obviously we're talking about the what big went game. Down. The big game. I realized last week, Daniel. What? I don't, you know, I'm going to be one of those guys, you can't tell me I can't say Super Bowl. But I'm pretty sure if it's an ad, you can't say Super Bowl. You have to call it the big game. But if you're just like reminiscing over previous Super Bowls, it's okay to talk about. But if you're talking about this current one, it's it's the big game. It's the big game. Because it's, somebody owns the words Super and Bowl, and they make money off of it. I think it's the same premise as uh, in like ESPN. They don't, say, they don't typically say March Madness on podcasts <laughs> and stuff because... Obviously, same premise as the Super Bowl. It's more of just the crazy third month time, you know. Hey, everybody, fill out your crazy third month time brackets. Woo! How many you got, Daniel? Who's winning? Oh, man. Um, Gonzaga, probably. I mean, they're dying. They're looking good. They're looking really good. Don't count out the Tigers in the tournament. Tiger, dude, dogs. Dogs. We, dogs got a couple. We just pieced together three wins in the SEC. We're above 500. The team's looking good, hitting, hitting three-pointers all of a sudden. Like to see what I'm seeing. It's pretty crazy. Tom Crean, how about that? But back to the big game. Big game. Number Down 55. Daniel, we didn't really talk about that many like actual prop bets, but one of the best. What do you think? Uh, so for me, I was definitely going to be probably the uh, probably had the length of the national anthem just because it's so intriguing. That, Eric that, Church, Eric Church, yeah, I was so I came up, I was like, is that? I thought it was like Jason Aldean for a second, then I realized how unaware of like country artists I actually am. Um, but uh, yeah, as typically the national anthem, but I, they leaked the time before the game happened and so that prop bet sort of got spoiled there's a lot of money on the line here people people bet on these things why are you doing this stop ruining people's bets rude (sighs) zach your favorite prop bet i discovered this one on the internet this week which was basically it was going viral i was not privy to it before but it's a if the opening kickoff of the game is going to be a touchback or brought out and played on a run back. So uh, there's a bunch of videos of people watching the kickoff and balls in the air and it's brought out of the end zone. People go wild because it's so much more fun to bet that it's going to be a return and not a, a kneel or a touchback. So that's a good prop bet. I mean, I like just random ones like, is <clears throat> Leonard Fournette going to score a touchdown in the first quarter? I like stuff like that, you know. But uh, I did not make any bets on the Super Bowl. But if I did bet on anything, it would have been Tom Brady. 
Man, guys, we said it on here. We told you, obviously, that we were choosing the Bucks and Tom Brady because of Tom Brady. We have, obviously, we're going to talk about the game. But I think before we get to the game, Zach, let's go ahead and talk about what was, in my opinion, one of the better halftime shows I've seen in a few years. Uh, obviously, it was the weekend, um, and a little bit of a weird situation for them. The past couple of years, we've had indoor venues, and so they had a lot more ability as far as like things and props and stuff like that. The weekend was outdoor in Tampa Bay, Raymond James Stadium, so they sort of had to figure out a little bit of a different style to do it. At one point, he went under some ble- under the bleachers they had put in for the choir. He went in there and like a compact glass room situation that was pretty cool a little disorienting if you will um yeah enjoyed the halftime show zach your opinions any thoughts all the old people who watch super bowl are like why are they wearing jock straps on their face to all the backup dancers which i laughed at obviously i like the weekend i thought it was a good performance i was surprised to see that i assume after the fact after watching the performance and hearing of the weekend spending seven million of his own dollars to help the performance, that makes me believe two things. One, that the budget was probably smaller for the halftime show this year due to COVID. And two, they didn't allow him on the field. I know he went on the field at the end, but most halftime shows are based in the middle of the field on a huge platform that's amazing and is just the performance of the year. It was obvious from the start. They were like, oh, no, you're doing it in an end zone on the side of the stadium is where you can spend the money and build your structure, but we're not putting that together in the middle of the game. For some reason with COVID, they didn't want the workers or the equipment or something on the field with the players, so there was no big shenanigans on the field. Yes, all the backup dancers in the weekend danced in the middle of the field, but that's just like the marching band walking out and walking off. And they technically had a mask on the whole Yeah, time. but like Katy Perry rode like a huge lion across the middle of the field. Like Prince had his big symbol that lit up. Like the weekend, if it would have been in the middle of the field, it probably would have been show-stoppingly crazy. Don't get me wrong. It was cool up there on the sideline. I thought the performance was pretty good. I mean, I wasn't blown away. But, uh... Mostly because I feel like his vocals could have been turned up a little bit. Like, there is, you couldn't hear. The best thing about The Weeknd is his using his voice as an instrument and, like, he's just amazing. But, man, whatever. It was cool. Well, it's I'm like, not going to, it wasn't bad. That's the thing. Like, people laugh at Fergie and say she was bad. And, like, she had a bad national anthem, too. But, like, they laugh at the Black Eyed Peas and said they had a bad halftime show. And, like, some people are bad halftime shows, but, like, I mean, it was not bad. Well, it's like I look back through them. I mean, like you said, the Katy Perry one people loved. I thought it was pretty much just built around props. Like if Katy Perry went out there and had to just sing some music, I don't think it would have been as uh, epic of a halftime show. Um, and then, But, like, I think of JT, Justin Timberlake, I felt like it was a pretty good one overall. But, like, I feel like this one overall just as far as, like, they didn't do too much gimmicky. Um, also, the Maroon 5 year at the, in Atlanta, uh, when they did that, they had like four different artists involved in that one. This one was purely just built on You've the You've seen weekend. like the Backstreet Boys come out of the floor before, dude. Like that's the type of stuff that happens like on the other Super Bowls. Like that's why we had the prop bet over under how many artists. It was the under. Under. So it was only him, which I 
listen to the pod. I did say I could very well see it's only going to be him, but I took the over for arguing sake. <laughs> but uh, anyways, it's like if he would have been in the middle of the field, all these crazy possibilities like having Travis Scott come out of the sky and like land on the like explosions Parachute and stuff. In. You, like you literally saw SpongeBob like fly on screen last time, and there was an asteroid that blew up on the middle of the uh, stage. So it's it was cool. Don't get me wrong. And it was very weekend-esque. Like, the colors, the inside the mirror room where everything was spinning. Uh, yeah. That's, like, total weekend. Him being close up on the camera. Like, that's the vibe he was going for with the After Hours album. But, I mean, yeah, it was good. Whatever. I one, one last note from the halftime show. All the old people that are clever were loving the fact that they could now make the joke and be like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend to be over. Gosh. Gosh, old people jokes. All right, guys, moving on. Halftime show. Any commercials notable to you? Personally, I didn't feel like the commercials were all that great. There was one. I can't remember. It was for a milk that is made by wheat rather than cows, and they are literally the commercial was the CEO sitting in a wheat field. Oat milk. With oat milk, yes, with a uh, piano, and he's just singing. Milk made with no cows. Milk made with no cows. That's he was, it. He was a little propaganda-esque because he was like, drink milk that's made for people. And I'm like, quit hating on cow's milk, bro. I get all you vegans. Okay, here we go. This is our random conversation. <laughs> random combo found. So I get all, I get the vegans. I get if you're doing it for moral reasons. You can't even start to argue with me if you're doing it for nutritional reasons because you're going to lose. Science proves you're wrong. You're deficient. But... Stop the cow milk hate, bro. Stop the cow milk hate. Like, I like cow's milk. You drink it in moderation. Whole milk, you're fine. The fat's where you get the benefits. It's only whole milk. You should probably drink organic milk. Probably source it well. Pay a couple dollars more. It's not a big deal. But don't be up there claiming, making huge health claims. Slight. He was subtle, too. You only catch it if you're really pissed off about these type of subjects. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I like cow's milk. I don't drink nearly as much as I used to, but the oat milk guy, I'm not getting, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, <laughs> oat milk. Oat milk. Zach just pointed from his eyes to his mic as if that was a gesture toward the oat milk guy. Anyways, well, personally, Zach, I am actually on the opposite side of it. It's Go not it. that I Go hate it. cow's milk. It's just I do find it weird. We are the only species that drinks another species' milk, even though... Okay, no stop right there, stop right but there. We're the only species that eats cotton candy. We're That's the only facts. species that fucking eats ribeye steaks. We're the only species that eats, like, plants That's, in the way we right. do. That, so, like, what argument is that? That but, is a... But, that being said, Zach, also... <laughs> That's a popular there's argument. There's people That's out why. there, I mean, I think it's very reasonable to think I shouldn't be drinking. Like, if you're going to drink milk at this time, maybe you find some human milk, however weird that sounds. But, like... In reality, it makes more sense to drink your own milk made from your own species. But that being said, also, Zach, let's not get mad at the people who just don't do milk due to issues with lactose. Obviously, those fellows, those people. No, I'm not. I when you're making sweeping claims across things that you're saying for everybody is when I draw issues. We can break it down if he's like. These certain types of people, you should probably turn to oat milk because it's going to be better for your digestive system, and we understand your lactose intolerance problems because most people lose the lactase enzyme in their stomach. I get it. That's science. 
But when you're just making the claim that cow's milk's not made for humans, <laughs> like, no. Because people who don't read that far into it will believe you, and that's how, like, false narratives get started. So believe science, and oat milk's probably good. I've had it before. But, you know, cow's milk's okay, too. Whole milk. Fat's good for you. Drink what you want, people. Water. Drink what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, back to <laughs> the Super Bowl commercials, the big game commercials. Excuse me. I really me. don't remember any other commercials. Uh, one, I don't remember specifics, but one thing I did note, and I said this to the people I was watching, Scotty was over and Ryan came over for the Super Bowl we were watching together. Um, one thing I did note, it was crazy the number of big celebrities you saw in the commercials this year and i think that's just because everybody's trying to get a bag right now man like i was like holy cow like you saw i saw uh mila kunis in like four commercials Aston kutcher was in them you saw alec trebek wearing a bald cap in one like they had all sorts of people i was stunned it's crazy anything else in the commercials no all right, Zach. Now we get to actually go to the gridiron in between the paint, the lines, the football field. Let's talk about it. Do you want to start as far as the Chiefs and the implosion, <laughs> the issues of the, the offensive line? Do we want to talk the Bucks, the greatness of Brady, the Gronk rebirth in a Super Bowl in a big game? Sorry. The uh, big game. The big game. What do you want to what, what, what are we talking first? Dude, I mean, there's. I told you this before we started this pod. It's probably going to be a quick pod because the game was – it's pretty shut and closed, man. Like, we didn't realize how good Tampa Bay's defense was since week 12 when they lost to the Chiefs 28-24. Like, I don't think they've given up many touchdowns. Like, they've won every game, and it just – they blitzed the whole game, essentially. And uh, Mahomes was running for his life the whole time. They didn't have a chance – and then the Chiefs were working with a battered offensive line, but, geez, come on now. And that was a college offensive line. But then the wide receivers were doing you no favors. Mahomes, is he's running for his life maybe too much. you got to stand in the pocket sometimes. He was literally running as soon as the ball was hiked, which you can't. I mean, if you step up and you can find a hole and dink and dump like Brady does, you don't have to, you don't have to do a flip and a half barrel roll pass every single play Mahomes like I'm not hating he was trying his hardest but like he also was too quickly doing the runaround stuff and then uh but yeah he they had no chance they had three field goals no offensive touchdowns first time in Mahomes career he says he's not scored a touchdown in a game that's the worst Patrick Mahomes game we have ever seen yeah. Like, you, people were going back to high school and college and stuff like that trying to find a worse game. We have never seen him play that bad in the NFL. Well, and like you said, it, the line was atrocious, the offensive line. But the issue, they're, the big issue, they had two both tackles, both starting tackles were out. I think the reason Mahomes didn't sit there and rush forward and step up in the pocket, man – is what I would consider, if you want to talk about offensive and defensive MVPs of the game, Vita Vea, rookie out of Washington, 330-pound D-tackle. The man was in Patrick Mahomes' face every snap, every single snap. He was up the gut. They would put him on the edge. He rushed off the edge a couple times. He had only one tackle. 
He was the reason well, Mahomes. He was the reason Mahomes was guard. guard. He was the reason everybody else was getting sacks. Defensive tackles don't usually have a ton of sacks and a ton of tackles because, man, eat bodies. This is why I do, like I love football, but like looking back on my playing days, I just wasn't I wasn't mentally and physically ready to be on the offensive line because playing center and guard. So for those who don't. You should know, but it's a center. You got two guards on either side, two tackles out on the wings. The tackles they move a lot because you're you're going against the most athletic guy on the team, which is the defensive end. Defensive ends are usually the biggest, most athletic guys on the team, usually the strongest, and then quick. Yeah, quick. They they're your freaks and natures. And then your offensive line tackles are usually big. They can move. They're faster. But guards and your center. Your center can usually be more athletic looking just because of the nature of the position. But guards are usually big fat guys because hike and we go against the defensive tackles and there's like five people just running into each other all in one blob every single play over and over and over and over and 60 to 80 times a game, you know? And a defensive tackle, he literally... Hike, his job is to F up the center and blow up the play in the backfield just by messing everything up. And the center's job is to hike the ball and not get blown up by the nose tackle. That is it, <laughs> essentially. So well, it's a crazy him. sport right there in the middle of the offensive and defensive line. And you can get paid at those positions too because it's just insane. And if you're really good, like uh, what's his name? He, he just re-upped with the Chargers or Rams or something. He's – like a 16-year pro, but uh, he just re-upped again because he's like 36, and all he's got to do is play guard, which he's been doing forever. Just, But, like, once you've been doing it and you're that big, you can just do it over and over again forever. So just keep getting paid, but crazy positions. I mean, yeah, man, I absolutely agree. The offensive line, defensive line, the fact that you're that large, you can play for that many snaps, you can run that long. Like, they could outrun me. I'm, I don't – no joke. Oh, the big fat guys big are athletic too. Big fat dudes too. are going to – they could run a faster 40 than 90% of dudes out there. They do. Just going to let you know that. Um, but it's – and, like, looking at the Super Bowl, man, like, a lot of – we're sitting here talking about this, and, like, I love a little trench talk. Let's talk about trenches – People do not enjoy this. People want to talk about your receivers. They want to talk about your running backs, your quarterbacks. Man, this was the this Super Bowl was the epitome of a game won in the trenches. Yeah, because um, Brady had time. Brady had nothing but time. I actually do believe if you flip the quarterbacks, same result. Bucks are going to dominate that game because it came down to the defense. Oh, Brady's not running Did, like Brady Mahomes would was. have laid down in the field and not wanted to take another snap yeah. eventually. Like if he and got hit Fournette that much. had a good game too. Antonio Brown touchdown, Gronk two touchdowns. The so, rebirth of Gronk, man. Gronk great. and Brady Antonio are coming Jr. back. Jr. piecing up Tyreek Hill. So funny. Great, great taunting penalties. Great, well, you take all those yards. If you watched the previous Bucks pay uh, Bucks uh, Chiefs game, Tyreek Hill, you know, hit Andrew, uh, Winfield Jr. with a piece as he ran into the end zone on a touchdown. So that was a little just like nana na boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. I have not heard that in so long. Love that saying. <laughs> I, I listened to uh, our last week's episode, and I was a uh, I was happy with one take. That I had live with Kelsey killing you. He's gonna. I said he's gonna have ten for one fifty all day. He had ten for one thirty three. <laughs> so 
He, you know he's going to do that, and then you double Tyreek. Tyreek was a non-factor. Sammy Watkins, one catch. Hardman, maybe a couple catches in garbage time, but couldn't get the running game going. Well, and the receivers missed some major catches. Like, twice you had balls bounce off people people's off face. face mask. And then the one throw that's going to go down forever for Mahomes, he was horizontal, <laughs> a yard off the ground. He was throwing it as he was falling, but the he still had the ball on his fingertips when he was like one yard off the ground, completely horizontal, threw it 35 yards, hit the guy in the face mask, and then zone, he dropped it. So, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, for Patrick Mahomes, it has to be tough because it was a frustrating. He did everything he probably could. Uh, I, this is a sad, I've got annoyed of hearing it in all honesty, just because like obviously ESPN is going to eat up the the deep analytical stats. Um, but he ran in total after he snapped the ball before throwing the ball by the end of the game. The game right about five hundred yards total. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh my! They had no like neither team had 500 yards of offense, and he ran more than that. Um, so crazy Super Bowl, Brady, Gronk. The Bucks are gonna be back, man. The Bucks are going to be back in the playoffs next year. Like I don't know, Brady's probably gonna go till 46. Saw some Dak Prescott to the Panthers rumors today. That would be intriguing. There's Actually, a lot of quarterback I, movement going we, on. Right I did now. want to talk a little quarterback movement because obviously I put up on the website we didn't talk about it last week just because it was Super Bowl extravaganza. But dun, dun, Matthew dun, dun, Stafford dun. goes to the Rams, traded for Jared Goff, goes to the uh, Detroit Lions, also for two picks, uh, two first round picks. Zach, do you think that's a big? I personally think that's a huge move for the Rams. I think that puts them. Like as one of the top three teams to win the NFC next year. Yeah, and Jared Goff, if you didn't win a Super Bowl, you were never going to live up to that number one overall pick pressure. I mean, he's a good quarterback, but the Rams, they want to be flashy. They spend the money on the stadium, spend the money on the roster. They felt that the only thing holding them back was Jared Goff. So, hey. Impressive. I think it's intriguing. Also, dog fan, obviously, I'm glad to see Matthew Stafford get out of Detroit and stop having to deal with like Matt Patricia's and stuff like that. Thank God. Um, a couple other notable things uh, around, obviously, with the Colt, uh, Phil Rivers is out. Uh, we had talked about him announcing retirement. They currently said that uh, Eason's going to remain on the roster. Um, they're going to try to keep, you know, I think that's going to be something they're going to try to coach up, but I wouldn't be expecting Eason to be your guy. Um, so we're most they likely to see, they may be too. drafting a quarterback. They may, I could see them trying to find themselves a, you know, a quarterback on the market. You said a Dak, perhaps if they could make a move. I don't over know. There's a lot the of Panthers. Zach Wilson talk. There's um, a lot of Trevor talk. I mean, obviously Trevor might go one, but Zach Wilson's getting talked up as the second pick. So you may see Justin Fields floating down lower, maybe available. I don't know. Well, and uh, Deshaun, <laughs> Deshaun, don't forget Deshaun. The the Texans still saying that they're not going to move on Deshaun. Their GM stepped down today. See, that's the thing is like that's just going to keep. They're going to keep saying that because that's a narrative you have to keep putting out there. But at the same time, like. If you don't get rid of him now, you're not going to get anything for him. It's going to be a waste of your time. Um, and then I also think it's intriguing. Uh, there's been rumors that people have been calling the Jets about Sam Darnold. Why? <laughs> um, and then also rumors that uh, uh, Gruden in Las Vegas is willing to part with, part with Derek Carr. He's been taking yeah, calls on Deshaun. Derek Carr. They want Deshaun, but you know, Gruden wants a team full of Clemson said, players. 
Uh, if Gruden, Gruden doesn't want to keep with the car, he may end up trying to go move up in the draft for picks and maybe looks to like the Colts or somebody like that for a, maybe a potential pick or try to make something happen with like a Tua situation. Who knows? Um, the Dolphins you, the Dolphins say they're sticking with Tua, but man, imagine if Deshaun becomes available to the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to move Tua out, bring in Deshaun. So I think there's a lot of intriguing. I think this is going to be just like last offseason with the Tom Brady move to Tampa Bay. There was all the Phillip Rivers to the Colts. There was so many moves as quarterback. I think this is going to become a consistent year-in, year-out thing where you're seeing major quarterback names moved around. So It's going to be hard to keep up. It's going to be hard to keep up. I love it, though, dude. I love starting a new season and seeing all the new quarterbacks in their new jerseys. Yeah, I mean, it definitely shakes things up more than anything, I would say. But uh, NFL, off-season. We're back now on the off-season, although you know the NFL always going to be in the storyline. So, But at this point, Zach, I think we're going to start uh, again, you know, covering depth, in-depth NBA. That's we're getting right to the that. all-star break. Notification I got. Hornets game just started. Whoop, Shout whoop. out the Hornets. Looking to be 500 on the season this week. Hey, Sixth in the East right now. Lamelo Ball, rookie probably the year. rookie could be most likely is. rookie of the year. I think he's possibly a top ten point guard in the league right now, bro. Whoop. That man fire. Clout God, Lamelo, Miles Bridges having a great year. I talk about it too much. I'm not gonna keep talking about it. But elsewhere in the NBA, Sixers still doing great. Hey, in the West, I know we obviously you got the Lakers. Obviously you got the Clippers. Watch these Utah Jazz, man. Twenty and five. Won 19 so of their last good. 20 games. They're good, man. Donovan Mitchell, and you got oh, Gobert, yeah. so, and you dude, got... Uh, spider, Gobert. You got Mike Conley at the point. You got old man Joe Ingles slinging it in. Gobert, the, the, the uh, first case, number one case. Uh, what, what do they call that? Um, Ground zero? Patient zero. Patient zero, like there that. you go. Oh um, my gosh. Man, what yeah. a horrible way. He like licked his hands and grabbed <laughs> his teammate's face. <laughs> he licked his hands. He licked a microphone. God, that was so long ago. So French. <laughs> so French of him. And then uh, <laughs> French people always use tongue. But then that's... <laughs> sorry. It just came to my mind. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I guess NBA, they're talking about dunk contest, all, dunk contest. halftime, all-star game. And then... Uh, yeah, so we'll be obviously end up with that. Um, we're getting towards March Madness. We'll try to cover a little more. No, the, the third month crazy third time. Third month crazy time, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, how dare I? We need the trademark, third month crazy time. <laughs> then somebody, we're having to make up a new phrase. T-shirts. Third T-shirt. month crazy time with oh, a bracket man. on the back. Guys, I'm telling you, keep out checking out the website. We'll put up some new stuff. Uh, I'm going to get those superlatives made up and put out and then... Uh, Keep an eye out for the merch. That's you know going to be coming famous? through soon. You know anyone famous? famous. Number 71. I do, actually. I have you a defensive end, Zach. Number I know. 71? I was going to say a little defensive love. We haven't had that with There's all these be a defensive, defensive lineman line. next week, too. Uh, Fred Dean. Chargers. 11 <laughs> seasons. Inducted in the Hall of Fame, 2008. Uh, he played Louisiana Tech in college, so oh, it was wow. a small name school. But yeah, Fred Dean, uh, 2008 inductee to Hall of Fame, and also carrier of the Very Moody Sports Show, episode number 71. 71. I'm excited for next week. 72 is a pretty near and dear number. Okay. I wore 72. All right, man. So maybe Zach, maybe next week will be the Zach Whittington. No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> 
All right, guys. I think we're out of here. Short pod, Super Bowl recap. We'll be back next week with the NBA in-depth dives. Dives. See ya. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.